0: Good morning and welcome to Simply Science. It's Saturday, March 2nd. On today's show, advances in forensic science improve accuracy of time of death estimates, and UAB computer science students earn big wins at Alabama's largest hackathon. Plus, unmanned aerial systems propel atmospheric science forward. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with a breakthrough discovery in forensic investigations. Estimating the time of death is a crucial part of these investigations, but it's often a complex and imprecise process. However, a recent study by researchers at Arizona State University and their colleagues has identified a group of common microbes that work together to decompose flesh, serving as a biological clock that could help scientists investigate the post-mortem breakdown of tissue with unprecedented precision. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this study and its implications?
1: Certainly, David. The researchers explored a network of about 20 microbes responsible for cadaver decomposition across different climates and seasons. They found that these microbes, which they've termed universal decomposers, operate according to a strict timetable. This predictable behavior allows for accurate time of death estimates, regardless of environmental conditions. That's fascinating. How did the researchers
0: come to these conclusions?
1: The study involved the decomposition of 36 cadavers at three different forensic anthropological facilities in different climates and during all four seasons. The researchers collected skin and soil samples from the cadavers and graves undergoing decomposition, as well as samples from unaffected soil for comparison. They also recorded daily environmental conditions. This allowed them to construct an overall picture of the microbial community present at each site and observe how their activities changed over time.
0: And what did they find?
1: Interestingly, they found the same set of approximately 20 microbes that specialize in decomposition on all 36 bodies, regardless of climate or soil type. These microbes arrived punctually at specific time points throughout the 21-day observation period. It appears that this living network is not just a random assembly of microorganisms, but a structured community that plays a critical role in breaking down the body. So how does this discovery impact forensic science? This discovery offers several advantages for forensic analysis. These primary decomposing microbes are guaranteed to appear at every scene, unlike conventional forms of evidence. The arrival of a particular microbe during decomposition depends on the state of the cadaver. The researchers also used machine learning to develop a predictive model for time of death based on microbial activity. This model demonstrated high accuracy, predicting time of death within three calendar days.
0: This is indeed a significant advancement. What's next for this research?
1: The team plans to refine their models and improve the accuracy of predictions. This research not only represents a significant advance for forensic science, but it could also impact agricultural and food industries by enhancing the understanding of nutrient recycling and soil
0: health. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks, Abby. Now, shifting gears to the world of tech, a team of four students from the University of Alabama at Birmingham's Department of Computer Science has emerged as the top winner at Auburn Hacks 2024, Alabama's largest hackathon. They also bagged an award for the best use of MongoDB, a developer data platform. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about the project that won them the competition?
2: Certainly, David. The UAB team developed a resume feedback website during the 24-hour event. This website allows users to enter their resume and a job description to receive immediate personalized feedback. The feedback is tailored to the role the user is applying for, offering advice on areas to improve and edit, and also guiding the user on their suitability for the role. That sounds like a practical tool with real-world
0: applications. Can you tell us more about the team that developed this project?
2: The winning team comprised of four students from the College of Arts and Sciences. They are Michael Gathara, a second-semester graduate student in computer science, Somith Kunapaneni, a first-year doctoral student in computer science, A.J. Nettles, a second-year graduate student in cybersecurity, and Akshar Patel, a computer science senior the Hackathon provided a unique and fun experience for all of them, allowing them to apply their computer science knowledge and skills in a competitive environment.
0: And how did their academic background contribute to their success at the Hackathon?
2: Their academic courses played a significant role in their success. They applied knowledge from their natural language processing and artificial intelligence courses to develop the project. Kathara mentioned that the concepts he learned in these classes directly translated into the program they built. Patil, on the other hand, was responsible for a major part of the project that involved a top-down parser to analyze and break down code or text data into individual components. He credits his Automata and Programming Languages courses for his ability to accomplish this. What were some of the key lessons the students took away from this hackathon? The students learned valuable lessons in teamwork, communication, and project management. Gathara highlighted the importance of team communication in putting together a product in a short period. Nettles learned the value of interdisciplinary collaboration, while Kunapaneni emphasized the importance of focusing on one project and iterating to make it better. Patel learned that synchronization is key when managing a team project.
0: Thanks for joining us, Michael. Now let's shift gears to discuss how Unmanned Aerial Systems, or UASs, are propelling atmospheric science forward. These remotely operated aircraft are proving to be invaluable tools for researchers working with the Atmospheric Radiation Measurement Department of Energy Office of Science. Bella, a correspondent for Simply Science, is here to discuss this further. Bella, can you tell us more about how UASs are being used in atmospheric science? Certainly,
1: David. UASs are expanding the options for data collection in atmospheric science. They are particularly useful for gathering data in hard-to-reach places, like over ice or the ocean. They can fly slowly and relatively low to the ground, and can be programmed to run very specific patterns multiple times. This makes them ideal for collecting data on how properties in both the atmosphere and on the surface can differ over a geographic area.
0: They are also less expensive to operate than crewed aircraft. Can you give us some examples of how these UASs have been used in the field? absolutely
1: the arm team has been running and testing various UASs for decades a recent research campaign was the evaluation of routine atmospheric sounding measurements using unmanned systems or erasmus in 2015 and 2016. this campaign took extensive data on the arctic atmosphere using a small aircraft called the data hawk despite its small size it was equipped with sensors for taking data on location altitude, pressure, temperature, humidity, and wind speed. The campaign also tested a slightly larger UAS that could handle more instruments. And what about the Arctic Shark? Can you tell us
0: more about this UAS?
1: The Arctic Shark is a larger UAS with a 22-foot wingspan and the ability to carry up to 100 pounds of instruments. It can operate at up to 18,000 feet with a research speed of about 70 nautical miles per hour. The ARM team started flight testing the Arctic Shark in the spring of 2017, and has since tested it in various locations, including Oklahoma and Oregon.
0: What kind of data were they able to collect with the Arctic Shark?
1: The Arctic Shark was able to collect a wide variety of data, including carbon dioxide trace gases, properties on aerosols, and surface images. The team was able to expand the area covered from 29 to 380 square miles and more than double its flight altitude. The accuracy of the instruments was found to be comparable to the data taken by their now-retired Grumman Gulfstream 159 aircraft.
0: What does the future hold for
1: UASs in atmospheric science? With the successful testing of the Arctic shark, ARM is now making it available for researchers to use. Scientists are envisioning how they could use a UAS to support their research. The success of work that uses UASs
0: is allowing atmospheric research to take flight more than ever before. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks, Bella. And speaking of things to watch, NASA's Science Mission Directorate has launched a new initiative called the Transform to Open Science, or TOPS mission. This is part of NASA's Open Source Science Initiative and aims to rapidly transform agencies, organizations, and communities to an inclusive culture of open science. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about the TOPS mission and its objectives?
3: Absolutely, David. The TOPS mission is a five-year effort that is primarily focused on three key areas. First, it aims to increase understanding and adoption of open science principles and techniques. Second, It seeks to accelerate major scientific discoveries. And third, it's working to broaden participation by historically excluded communities.
0: That sounds like a significant undertaking. How is NASA planning to support this mission?
3: The TOPS Project Office, located with MSFC's Science and Technology, is providing support for the duration of the project. This includes project coordination, digital resources, and communications support. The office complements existing TOPS activities led by the Chief Science Data Office, which includes ROSE's elements, events, partnerships, and activities at NASA centers.
0: What does this mean for the scientific community and the public at large?
3: The TOPS mission is a significant step towards making science more open and inclusive. By increasing the understanding and adoption of open science principles, it can help accelerate scientific discoveries. Additionally, by focusing on broadening participation, It can help bring in diverse perspectives and ideas, which is crucial for innovation. This initiative could potentially democratize access to scientific knowledge and foster a more inclusive scientific community.
0: That's certainly a transformative initiative. Thanks for sharing, Celeste. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow.